Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a ginger beer and an earthquake. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. I gotta be honest with you. I I cannot say in good faith that I have been the best me <laughs> the last the last three or four weeks. Now look, let me be really, really clear on this. Um, I'm not the worst me, and I've seen the worst me before. It's not that pretty, but I haven't been the best me. Uh, what I mean by that is I've really only been working out a couple times a week, you know, maybe one or two runs and. Look, on an average Tuesday for me, I might pick up my bricks and run from my house three miles to the jiu-jitsu gym, train for an hour, hour and a half, and then pick up my bricks and run home. So I'll get like a six-mile run with bricks in my hand and in my hands and then and then train jiu-jitsu with my buddies for like an hour, hour and a half. So I mean it's a I am used to a lot of physical activity. And and I haven't been motivating to do that. And I also haven't been that awesome at home. Now, look, I'm not terrible at home. It's not like I like beating my kids or stuff. I just, you know, less patience, which I think most most parents um, and even spouses can can understand. You know, my my wife and my nerves are just fried. We're just fried. The kids are screaming at each other. Uh, and again, I have three boys, and they're always at each other. It's almost like they can't be in the same room without arguing. And again, none, none of this is controversial. People understand this. But as such, man, I get to the end of the day, it's a little rough. Now, I'm not I'm not a big drinker. Maybe uh, maybe once a week when I'm doing a podcast interview or something, I'll, I'll, I'll have a couple ginger beers as I enjoy from uh, from the growler. But... In general, I usually only have an alcoholic beverage maybe once a week. And uh, lately, I'll be honest with you, I have been drinking four ginger beers a week. That's right. That's right. Four times a week, I just come and I crack one open. I'm like, oh, little ginger beer. Now, again, I recognize this is not that terrible. There's some people out there just crushing bottles of, of spirits. I mean, like, that's a, that's a thing. They're taking down scotch or gin or vodka. So comparatively, it's, it's not that bad. But I know. I know, as most people understand. I know what I'm doing in my life. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm, what I'm experiencing and who I am. And these things, these things are not great in my journey, in my story. And again, I'm not passing judgment. Let me be really clear. If you want to drink beer every night, and if you drink beer every night regularly, or you're drinking beer every night to get through this, or you're having a cocktail, no judgment at all. If that's your journey, if that's your jam, you do you, right? As long as you're not hurting other people, <laughs> I have no problem with that. But for me, for me, it's just not, it's not what I do. It's not the same. And I've been thinking about that a lot and wondering what it what it means. If it means anything, and it's no surprise to anybody who listens to this, I think about stuff a lot. And I I recently was taken by 
by a story my dad told me years ago. Um, now, uh, when Loma Prieta earthquake, earthquake of 1989 happened, and uh, the A's and the Giants were were playing each other for the World Series, and I think I was nine, or excuse me, seven. It's a pretty little kid, and we were playing tag, and all of a sudden the ground starts shaking intensely. It's crazy, um, and that was a devastating devastating natural disaster for the area and the Bay Bridge portions of the Bay Bridge collapsed and people were trapped in there and that's I mean could you imagine anything worse this bridge is falling apart you're trapped in your car you can't get out and and my dad said that he he had been in Vietnam and he worked with doctors that were not in Vietnam, they were either too young or, or they just didn't get drafted or, or whatever it was. And they had told him before this earthquake that they wondered what they would have done. They wondered who they would have been. They wondered how they would have responded under those stresses. And one of those doctors, my dad told me, when the earthquake happened, he went onto the bridge that was falling apart, crawled into a car and amputated a guy's leg to free him and pulled him out. And he did this with a couple people. So he saved these people's lives. He put, he put himself on a bridge that was falling apart into the ocean and, and cut a man's leg off and saved his life. Um, and my dad said that that told him a lot about himself. He said that that doctor with my dad's help thought a little differently about who he was or what he was capable of under this time of stress and who he would be in the future if it happened again. And man, that story popped into my head and it, it gave me pause. It gave me more than pause. It, it really gave me, it handed me a mirror and it said, look, look at who you are right now. Look at what you're doing. Look at the decisions you're making and realize that the you in 10 years is going to look back on this you, the you in 20 years will look back on, on this you today. And the you in 20 years will say, well, I guess this is who I am. I guess deep down in a time of crisis, this is who I am. And that stopped me cold. Because I started thinking, oh my God, do I want to think that this is who I am? That this is the best I have to give? That this is... This is the best I can be, and this is the best I will be in times of crisis. God willing, this will never happen again. God willing, we will get vaccines, we will take precautions worldwide, we will change our infrastructure, whatever it is. God willing. So we will never have a chance again to know if we kept it together how we kept it together. Did we become stronger 
better versions of ourselves? Did it solidify in our minds who we were and what we were capable of? Or did it leave just a question mark? In my case, under nest stress, am I, am I just an alcoholic? And now again, you can laugh at the fact that I consumed, you know, four ginger beers a week. That's more than I normally do. So let me be really clear. Times of crisis, I'm inclined to up my alcohol consumption. Is that great? For me, is that great? Is that who I want to be? Do I want to know at age 60 that when all of this went down, I just drank more? And, and it hit me. It hit me yesterday at the beginning of my day. I had a long day of, of tutoring lined up. We're still on Zoom and things are all over the place, but my students are hanging in there. And I, I think throughout the course of the day, I did like 500 push-ups. I just stop and hit 25 and get back up and, and keep teaching. Because I realized no matter what, I want to know that I'm actually stronger because of this. I want to know that I'm going to be better in a crisis because of this. I want to see the positive aspects of myself solidified and validated. And more than anything, I want to know deep down, when it comes down to it, I am who I hope I would be. I am who I'd want other people to think I would be. And if I can't be that today, if I can't be that right now, then I don't think it's fair to say that I am. Because if this horrendous situation has done anything, it's given me a mirror. And what a gift that mirror has been. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.